Good evening, I'm Rafferty Cleary. Expect cloudy skies tonight, a low of 40. Your forecast coming up in minutes. The Tennessee Highway Patrol will have an increased presence along Interstate 40 this week. R.C. Christian is a captain for the THP's Cookville District. He said the agency will have a state trooper stationed every 20 miles. You know, the Thanksgiving holiday is one of the most heavily traveled periods of the year. This is just kind of going to give us a little bit more of a combined effort, you know, that we're all out there and people are going to see the marked patrol cars and they're going to say, hey, we're watching things and, you know, we're just really trying to make sure that people get to their destination safely. AAA predicts more than 55 million Americans will travel 50 miles or more during the Thanksgiving holiday. In 2018, there were 46 crashes that occurred on I-40 the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Meantime, the THP on Monday released the identity of a man who died in a Friday night crash. 22-year-old Alex Hamilton killed when a Chevrolet truck struck a power pole on Cox Valley Road in Cumberland County. It marked the 16th traffic fatality in Cumberland County this year, six more than last year. The Federal Aviation Administration, or FAA, has bid out a multi-million dollar project for improving the Jamestown Municipal Airport. Jamestown Mayor Lyndon Bain said the bid opening will take place in early January. We're thinking that we should start sometime April or March, that we should start work on that. They'll be redoing the uh, runway and uh, making our taxiways longer. We're doing some stuff on our own, uh, clearing out some trees at the end of the, the south end of the runway. Uh, once we get all that done, they'll be coming in working on it. The FAA awarded Jamestown $6.7 million through its airport improvement program earlier this year. The grant does not require any matching funds from the city. White County residents will head to the polls next year to vote for a sales and use tax increase. County Commissioner Roger Mason said the increase from 2.25% to 2.75% would match a referendum approved by the city earlier this year. We can't change the fact that the sales tax rate in the city is now 2.75, but what we can do is make sure that the county is represented in that. And I think that we have to make sure that the voters understand that technically, yes, they are voting on a tax increase, but more importantly, um, it's a vote to ensure that the county residents are represented based on the sales tax revenue that they remit when they go into town and buy, buy things. The county commission has voted to place the proposed increase on the March 3rd ballot. A Baxter woman faces possible jail time for allegedly firing a gun at her fiancé. The Putnam County Sheriff's Office charged Melody D. Brown with aggravated assault and reckless endangerment. She left the Putnam County Jail after posting $8,000 bond. Deputies came in contact with Brown on Saturday when they responded to a call about a possible gunshot. Authorities determined that Brown fired at least two shots during a domestic disturbance with her fiancé. An arrest warrant said she fired the gun inside the home at the roof and outside at the victim's vehicle when, she, when he attempted to leave the residence. The report said deputies found a bullet hole in the roof and casings inside and outside the home. White County continues to explore the possibility of implementing a local codes enforcement system. County Executive Denny Wayne Robinson said county commissioners have voted to fund $80,000 for that program. The county commission formed a, a committee to look into this, and the first action that this committee took was like, we're not going to beat our heads together and waste our time coming up with the plan 
if the county commission is not going to fund it. So the first request was for funding. So that's what happened. The county commission agreed to fund this program if it's implemented. So now the committee, committee will go back and start looking at a structure for this. The committee will look at adopting codes for buildings and health and safety purposes. Robinson said it's something the county commission has pushed around for several years. Building codes are already in place in White County, but they're uh, enforced at the state level. So we're looking at doing this at a local level instead of uh, at the state level. Uh, The health and safety codes part of it is something that's uh, being kicked around and basically debated on, on you know whether we should and if we should what we should try to control. Robinson said he supports a set of building codes in the county, but he's more hesitant to get behind the health and safety aspect of the proposal. For the health and safety part of it, um, that could go either way. It depends on how crazy it gets. Uh, there, there are some things that I do think need to be uh, be regulated, especially a. Uh, uh, when we've got property out there like burnt structures, burnt houses, stuff that are dangerous or hazardous, yeah, we need to have we, we need to be able to regulate that stuff. Uh, you know, when it comes to farmlands, tractors, equipment, uh, that, in my opinion, is starting to get a little bit uh, on the iffy side. Robinson said the enforcement fees for the program would likely offset the recurring costs for implementing the system. Any final decision coming from the committee will have to be voted on by the full county commission. Robinson said a set of codes could be brought before the county commission before the new budget process begins.